0: This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network.
1: My name is Keen, and my secret to life is laughing a lot together.
2: My name is Erin, and I feel pressure to honour the heavy metal genre.
1: <laughs> and you're listening to Sissy That Pod, your favourite RuPaul's Reaction podcast. And today we're getting into episode 6 of season 15, which is the Golden Girls Girl Group Challenge. And we're joined by the... Effervescent host of Hey Queen and a, pl- a plethora of other media outlets, Johnny McGovern. It was a fun episode. We spoke a lot about a variety of things. And yeah, let's get into it. Johnny McGovern, thank you so much for joining us here on Sissy That Pod to discuss season 15, episode 6. First off, how is season 15 to your taste?
0: Well, first of all, Hey Queen. I'm happy hey. to be here.
2: <laughs> Automatically <laughs> trying to make it your show. Love it.
0: <laughs> right, welcome. Welcome to my you show. You got to Sit back and relax. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I'm loving it. I love Drag Race. I love... I, 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 I haven't kept up on every single international edition because, honey, they've been pummeling us with so many that it's hard to follow all of them. But when American Drag Race comes around, it is an event. Mm. It is a moment. The drama of the return to MTV. <laughs> you know there were network shuffles back and forth. What's it going to be? Oh, It's all business, big business, moguls, whatever they're going to do. I love the how huge it is this year. I love how many contestants there are. I, like the rest of the world, am not
2: too pleased with having
0: to try to get to know 16 queens in 41 minutes and 30 seconds Mm -hmm. um but i totally get it because you know right now i'm producing and working on season two of my reality competition show go go for the gold which is kind of like a drag race (laughs) for go go boys on out tv And honey, that show is 24 minutes and 30 seconds. And you have to (laughs) slice and dice to get, you know, 24 hours or 48 hours into those, those minutes. So I, I enjoy watching this with an editor's eye to see Mm. what they've kept, what they're showing, what they're not doing. But as a fan, I'm like, who, where, wait, I I hardly got (laughs) to know anybody. So Mm. I'm enjoying it. The talent is big and I love that it's not just 21 year olds, which we love 21 year olds are very, very beautiful and they're gorgeous, but I like that. There's a big range of Queens. Of course I know Sasha Colby. I really enjoy Sasha Colby. Oh. And at this current moment, honey, it's looking like it is Sasha Colby's drag race, but we shall see. <laughs> there's many, many, Many episodes left, and there's a lot of talent, so I'm enjoying it. Um,
2: I, I out of curiosity, was... like, like I just have a question about your uh, Go Go Boys show. If it's mm-hmm. uh, like, if for Drag Race, it's uh, creativity, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Like, what's charisma. the Go Go Boy charisma? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, is it charisma? I, like, I know it's great. I was like, it's courage, Yeah.
0: We do tell them that we're looking for a stud, a super talented mm. underwear dancer. And this <laughs> uh, year, this it. this year we get even more um, uh, naughty, and we say like, we're gonna need you to protect charisma. What's uh, not? It's charisma. Uh, oh no, charm, uniqueness, and moves all over the mm. judges. <laughs> <laughs> figure
1: that out. That is, that is. so this week's challenge sees the queens compete in a girl group but it's a golden oldies girl group challenge so the teams were spice malaysia sasha and aura M- Marsha, mistress selena and Lux, and then lucy and netra jacks and robin each group gets a different style of music there was hip-hop metal and country and from that ensues the Great Metal War of 2023. <laughs> did did you find yourself siding with one person or the other, Johnny, when you watched this? Or were you just like, guys, shut up and just get, get to
0: it? Oh, no, I have never like shut up and get to it. I am thanking <laughs> God for Mistress Isabel Brooks, who is a not afraid to be a little spicy. This season, Mm -hmm. I feel like the girls have been coming from a place of fear for the last few years because the fan base has lost their motherfucking mind (laughs) uh, and has like we saw. I mean, though we enjoyed all the touching best friends race of last year and there were a lot of great moments from that. We do know that drag queens are spicy motherfuckers. They can be catty. They can be bitchy. And they even show love, as Mistress Isabel Brooks mentions a lot, Mm. through being shady, throwing shade, poking fun at each other. And we, uh, for many years, enjoyed this without uh, needing to rip the girls apart on social media if someone said something mean to someone else. So I enjoyed it, and I know all the. You can see all the other girls were also like, "Ooh, somebody else is going for it!" Yes, uh, <laughs> the popcorn. They they always have the sip sound. They love to add that extra sip sound when something interesting is going on. Good. I mean, I, I like it, and you know what? In this game in Drag Race, if you do not stand your ground, you will get walked over. Um, someone else. Mm it's a competition in the end you have if you want it you better go and get it and then once you get it you better work it because they Mm -hmm. also love to show you if you fought if you fought so hard for it and you bomb honey they're gonna milk that too it is a tv show and they love to milk when (laughs) you fuck up so um i enjoyed it i enjoyed it
2: I, I enjoyed it I enjoyed it to a, to a point I think, but like with with mistress in Malaysia, what I thought was funny was just the. I was getting like nanny flashbacks from when I was a nanny because there wasn't it, it was just like I'm not doing this and I was like i want I want someone to 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 offer why they should do it or like try to um uh negotiate in some sort of way I like I like them standing for what they what they want but I just it, it did cause me a bit bit of panic even though I love mistress where it was just like no I'm not I'm not changing and it's like you're both saying the same thing so who wins when does it end yeah, I was watching going, guys, come on, just get the, get the rock, paper, scissors out. You can't just
1: stand in the stalemate all day. And then like, that cap came from somewhere. Was that a cap from the camera crew or something like that? I don't know where it came <laughs> from. And I was like, finally, there's a resolution. It I also like to it's like,
2: no, we're not going to do rock, paper, scissors, but we will, we will draw <laughs> out of, out from of a hat. hat. Which is good. Right. I'm glad that they finally decided to do that. Did you agree with the Queens when when like with both of those teams where they were all saying that metal was the funniest choice because there was the biggest juxtaposition there? Like, would you have also yeah. been like, Oh, I gotta go for metal?
0: I think metal was definitely had the most comedy potential for sure, as we saw late as we see later in the episode. And it did. Um but, you know, if you if you are talented, it's not like they all wrote raps that were so different. It's really just the mm-hmm. styling of it. All the pieces they did could have worked in any style. Um, but, yeah, metal gives you an advantage because it's already visual. You know, you can, you know, everyone who knows how to do this, where they do the double rock fingers and go, ah! you know, <laughs> that's already funny. So I can see why they wanted it. But, um, you know, in the end, whatever you got, you just got to do it. And you got to do it as good as you can.
2: I thought it was so funny when Spice said that, like, the country thing was on the nose and then metal wasn't. Like, when I think of metal, all I think of are old craggy faces. Like, Ozzy Osbourne <laughs> just retired this week. Like, it's one of the oldest <laughs> genres ever. Totally. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: exactly.
1: Uh, let's get into the actual performances now. I know there's, like, yeah. a moment from Sasha Colby. We can revisit that. Let's go in first on the Banjo Bitches. This was Mistress's team. So Mistress, Marsha, Selena, and Lux. I actually thought this, I think this was actually my favourite group performance. I thought they were all kind of on an evil, even pegging with each other. I know it was kind of belittled as like, oh, it's going to be too on the nose. But actually, I think the fact that we are kind of used to these legendary older ladies of of country that it was more of an easy fit for us and I think they did a really good job
2: yeah it was really cute (laughs) adorable and mistress was hilarious
1: yes I think mistress was 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 the best even though I found her hard to hear like diction wise or whatever just Mm -hmm. not her but it's just her edit in the mix sometimes it's kind of hard to hear what they're actually saying um where did these land for you Johnny
0: I thought it was good I thought it was good I thought they looked cute um my question is: When here is the behind the scenes question? I want to know. We know they have the list, and they have to bring certain things. But then, for something like this, they've obviously prepared these looks based on their measurements.
2: For sure, I was I was really impressed. Like, I was impressed by Lux going very kind of musical, theatery Oklahoma y Like had like a like a lovely little Broadway esque vibrato. Like that, that performance felt like a bit of a lost uh, musical to me. Not that all the verses were amazing, but it just felt very cohesive.
1: Uh, second group up were the rock and ogs. Uh, this, yeah, I, like I think Sasha and Aura were by far the two best. Oh yeah, love. I love that
2: she was able to do the metal singing voice. I mean, all of them were able to do it, except for Spice, who was doing kind of a white mom rap. Uh, but you know still fun
1: still fun spice's interpretation was weird like i'm just here
2: (laughs) my name is spice and i'm here to say i like metal every day
1: it was proper like
2: bobblehead
1: like i it would like it's almost the personification of the country character but in the in the metal clothes and then the makeup Mm -hmm. Like, she was clearly young. <laughs> it just didn't go with the face. It was very funny. Yeah.
0: Yeah, this was the one. I mean, Sasha Colby, I, I was, too, I mean, we'll get to the winner later, but I thought Sasha Colby had this in the fucking bag. I mean, yeah. I thought she opened that up and she did it. She sold the character. She Her vocals killed it. And mm-hmm. I thought they were great. I mean, yeah, Sugar, I mean, Spice did stand out for not being in a metal character at all. It was like she did her talent show rap with putting the words old or metal in it. Um, <laughs> but she's on brand. I mean, that's one thing. You'll give it to Spice. She's going to stay on brand.
2: She's consistent. <laughs> yeah, I, lo- I love that Sasha did the, uh, like, ooh, it was like, Twisted Sister kind of spider- walk uh hot take yeah. i didn't love that she did the callback so soon to the neck breaking thing that's me being nitpicky but i was a little like i oh, like you don't really need but that. you know what
1: this show is like with catchphrases once you have one thing that they know they like you just yeah you just provide and provide and provide until the it. <laughs> so i guess that's her exactly. saving. i'm here for the neck crack dynasty
2: that's true. I'm sure I would have done the exact same thing. I would have just broken my neck over and over again. Yeah. But yeah,
0: you, yeah you're yeah. Gonna, the neck crash <laughs> dynasty will continue.
1: Um, yeah, I yeah, I was surprised she didn't win this. As how did we feel about the comically droopy boobs?
2: I I was into it. Like I don't think the outfit, act, the, the the metal outfit that they had for them looked like a cohesive. but to me that that was funny i love that they all had the droopy boobs it kind of reminded me of uh not that i go to a lot of metal concerts but like if you go to a band that's been around to a concert where the band's been around for a long time and there are women in like band tees who clearly like used to follow them around and they're not wearing bras because they used to not wear bras and they're dancing wild and free it kind of reminded me of that and a happy way like these boobs are droopy because they haven't been supported for 40 years not that you can
1: speak for every woman ever Erin but I was just curious to know because there's this conversation around like large breastplates and whether they're misogynistic etc so I was wondering whether the droopy boob would could be considered misogynistic but good to hear you didn't take it that way
0: there's only a couple ways they can denote old in a comedy way droopy Mm -hmm. boobs old makeup walking on canes I mean come on yeah it's not misogynistic I I refuse to think
2: weirdly I don't know where my line where my line or like it's interesting thinking about my own feelings about this because I'm thinking about uh there's something about Mary and there's a neighbor character in that that has like long old wrinkled droopy boobs and I know that when I saw that as a young woman, I didn't like that. That made me feel kind of bad like, oh, I guess she's disgusting because she's old and 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 women are disgusting when they get older. but in in drag, like it felt like a like a it wasn't criticizing troopy boobs and it's you know, bodies are gross and and strange and change in different ways. It didn't feel like it was anti. Woman. I, don't, I don't know. the but last
0: thing I'll say on it is that there are actual enemies to the LGBTQ, to women, to, uh, to our whole community who are every day fighting to actually take away our rights, actually do things that are harmful to us. And I think we as a community spend a lot of time attacking each other for nitpicky things like do the droopy boobs and the drag race, old people challenge? Is that misogynistic? when we should really not be worried about that. We should be worried about the people who are actually physically and legislatively trying to hurt women, hurt uh, the queer community, hurt trans people. And instead we are looking at each other and infighting over things that really are coming from a place of fun or jokes or whatever else when there are people who, in the meantime, are being like, ha let them fight about the droopy boobs and we're going to start taking away their rights. So, let's just all enjoy it and fight the real enemy. That's all I'll say. Soapbox down. Okay. Uh,
1: finally then was the Old dirty bitches. <laughs> uh, that
2: that rolled out of your mouth so naturally, Kian. <laughs> you must <laughs> say that, that that phrase all the time. <laughs> the old dirty uh, bitches. <laughs> bitches. <laughs> Just after <our> <laughs>
1: Well, right. I was trying not to say "old dirty bastard," which I guess yeah, was yeah, what yeah. I was playing off. Yeah. yeah. Um. What? Well, I guess we we were told that this didn't work because they weren't taking on the mannerisms of. elderly in their dancing i guess because i mean oh like mc nanas are like you know they are guaranteed gold like how many times like judy dench getting her grandson her grandson getting her to rap on tiktok and stuff like that or seeing like you know betty white in a backwards baseball cap like we love that this is like comedy gold why did this not work
2: (laughs) if it felt to me like they like i i I liked all the ambitious dancing. I do think it would have been more interesting if they all made a point of filtering that all through someone being old. Not nece- not, not the exaggerated, just hand on the lower back uh, bent over, but I think I would have liked if it felt a bit sweatier because it's harder to do that and it would be more interesting. I was a little disappointed that, and I fucking love Anitra as everyone does, and I, I know she's so physically capable, would be able to do that. But I didn't, I didn't think the switching on and off worked comedically the way that they wanted it to.
0: Yeah, I mean, this to me was one of the moments where I felt like we were being told how to feel by the editors. Um, and because did I think this was that much worse than everything else? Not really. I mean, I thought they were all pretty good. And they did, you know, the only reason I think we think that it wasn't good is because we cut to RuPaul doing that thing when you never want to see when she's smiling, but she's a little bit behind the eyes and you can see she's not liking it. And you get another look from Michelle where you see she's not liking it. Now, was it as dynamic as the other two? Definitely not. But was it that bad? I mean, we are definitely splitting hairs. They were fine. They were cute. They were funny. They all did, they did, they kind of all just fell back on their tricks. Like, honey, I could do an hour of just seeing Anitra perform anything. I mean, after Walk That Fucking Duck, we we might as well just, Anitra is already in the Drag Race uh, Legends Hall from that performance. We all just want to see Anitra perform every minute because she's so dynamic sexy as a guy love her looks i mean i'm an anitra stan but they just kind of i think the problem was they fell back on what they do and they didn't commit as fully to the old thing other than being like oh my back which is why what i think the judges were reacting to um, and we didn't even get like they just ne- nothing was as fully realized. This one looked more like they were all kind of running around in circles and it just was more sloppy than the other ones. But was it like, ugh, they did such a terrible job? No, it was it was still pretty cute. It was still pretty fun, it was still pretty cute, but compared to the other two, it was definitely the least fully realized the least um, embodying of, you know, old, in quotes.
1: Yeah. I think also you didn't hear the judges laughing throughout, so you were kind of being told, oh, they don't find it funny. I was kind of hoping the judges would get into why they didn't like it more so in the in the critiques, and they didn't really. They kind of just weren't They forgot their lines, like,
2: too, do not they? Like, their yeah, lip-syncing.
1: and forgot her lines, and Jax was, like, ahead of the other people in the cario Yeah, so... Yeah. Hard to know. So I think there, I found myself being like, okay, judges don't like this. I can tell by the edit, but I'm not entirely sure why. And then I like when I watch it again, I thought maybe it's just the physicality, or mm. I think maybe the lyrics weren't as comedic, but it's still like initially, if you weren't watching this with drag race editors or, or you know, knowing the format of the show, you'd be like, they were all great.
0: Yeah.
2: I don't know. I I, I do have, so I have a question and perhaps a hot take, but there was something that happened in this performance that I, that, that rubbed me the wrong way, which was um, Lucy, whom I've come around to. Like at first I wasn't like too down with Lucy. Like there's something about her vibe that I, that I didn't love, but now, now I'm on board, but she had a line, a lyric that was, uh, where she said, "Talking trash gonna get the stick," and then grabbed her dick, and I was like, "Is this an assault joke?" I don't know. There's something about it that I was that that I really didn't like. And I, I was talking to my partner about this, and he he was like, "You were reading way too far into this." <laughs>
1: <laughs> I guess it's a walking stick pun, is it?
2: I guess so. Yeah. But she grabbed her dick, and I and I was like, I like I I, I love a I love a a clever and insightful and telling rape joke as much as the next gal but i didn't like the assault joke i i, I don't think it, i don't think there was a lot of thought put into it but i didn't i did not like that
0: yeah i think i think that 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 was i i definitely see that see where you're coming from on that but uh, i think she probably was just trying to rhyme stick and dick or yeah. whatever she was trying to do <laughs> And they got like 15 minutes. And then like a year later, they're like, you made a rape joke. And she's like, I was
2: just
0: trying to rap. I was just trying to rap.
2: I'm not. Yeah, I'm definitely not saying cancel Lucy. It just was like a little sloppy in a way that I wish someone would have been like, I mean, not not in the criticism of it, but yeah, yeah, I just didn't like that.
0: I thought that of all of them her characterization of an older person and mm. the voice and whatever was the most fully realized of the group. I agree. Yeah. And mm. um, even
1: the look as well. I thought she looked the most like an old person. Yeah,
0: And you can see why she ended up being safe because she at least she came through the most of this group, which, you know, that's a really talented group that they had. And I just think you're right. Their verses did not quite hit. Their physicality didn't quite match everything else. And it was just, you know, it, it just wasn't as good as the rest of them.
1: Sasha Colby uh, has a moment in this week's episode where she discusses you know, working in the Glades in Hawaii and how you know performers at the club would be arrested pretty much every Friday because it was, you know, illegal to... Quote trick the troops into you know telling them they're a woman and stuff like that. I know you spoke with Ke- Sasha Colby recently. She is just like she's the perfect contestant. I feel she's mm. brilliant at all the challenges. She's brilliant on the runway. She's so motherly towards the other contestants. I know she was like holding hands with um someone on the runway this week. I'm trying to remember who it was. Who was who was crying? I think it was Robin. Um and uh or it was it uh, Aura and uh. Yeah, and then she also knows how to like bottle up a uh, n- nugget of queer history and deliver it to us in like such a brilliant way.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: it's so important. Um, and Drag Race really does do this really well, is that they have made a point to, especially as the show's gotten bigger and bigger, to let the audience know about the history. It's very easy for someone who was born into a time when you know, someone like Sugar and Spice who, you know, of course have had their own, everyone as a queer person goes through their own dramas and it's not easy to be queer or come out or any of those things, but.
2: And they have quite a harrowing background.
0: Yeah, yeah they do. And and that's that's not to lessen that at all, but it's very important for a young audience who maybe is, doesn't quite understand how big of a deal it was To have these freedoms that we have right now, that everything has been on the backs of generations past who. Really had to fight and claw to live authentically.
1: I also think the the segment with the older, with the old gaze, I thought was very nice because it's. I love that every time
2: anyone per- says the old gaze, it sounds like it's being insulting, like even though it's a yeah. pretentious thing. Anyway, go on. <laughs>
1: but it was nice to have a, a segment that was kind of purposely based on positivity because they're so joyous, such a joyous group, and they were giving such positive affirmations about you know obviously they were touching on difficult topics but from a really sort of positive viewpoint which I thought was nice I think we see it as well last week in Untucked when Jax was kind of saying that they felt they couldn't take part in these sort of conversations about hardship coming up because they had a very privileged life and their parents were having you know trans people all over, over to the house when they were younger and they had a really accepting growing up story and someone says to them you know it's important to tell the positive stories of of queer life as well because you know we can't just deal in all the sadness so i really appreciated that they had that segment and anyone was this thing and they haven't watched untucked that segment with the old gaze is definitely worth it yeah apart from the fight and sasha said <laughs> sasha
0: said something really important earlier in the episode when they said uh, we know you're the old girl, and she's like, I take pride in that because I'm here. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, and and that is really yeah. true. As as which is a moving
2: message for any person, but obviously yeah. especially for
0: yeah, I mean trans women. It, yeah, exactly, exactly. So uh, the fight, it, you know, it took Drag Race a long time to get trans women on the show in the way that um, they deserve to be there from the beginning, uh, mm. and I'm really thrilled i'm thrilled to see it happening now and i'm thrilled that sasha is there representing that in such a strong beautiful way um as well as showing that she is one of the most talented motherfuckers on earth honey yeah (laughs) she's she's
2: unreal (laughs)
0: damn i love her she's just amazing and it couldn't happen to a nicer person
2: She's unreal. Quick question, though: Do you think uh, I th- this is me uh, projecting, and maybe this is just what I want to be true? But when she was talking about Hawaii and was talking about the 1960s, do either of you think that uh, that Spice maybe thinks that she's she was there in the 1960s? Like, <laughs> she just, she couldn't do the math. <laughs> like, oh god, that must so have tough. been t- <laughs> tough. Very possible. possible. The way Did you know Al Capone,
0: yeah. Sasha Colby? <laughs> <Kelsey? laughs> Very possible. <laughs>
2: doesn't realize that means that she would have to be born in the 40s or yeah Yeah. yes yes exactly uh that
0: that that often happens to some of us older someone will be like oh yeah well your big time was in the 90s right i was like i was in high school in the 90s
2: Uh, did you dodge the draft oh right exactly
1: on the latest episode of the workroom over on the sissy that pod premium feed on headstuffpodcast.com you can check out an episode where i speak with stefano from gcn the irish queer publication about season two of drag race italia we get into why some of the episodes need a bit of a snip so you won't be offended if if i tell you i watched it on 1.25 speed i'm not gonna lie there was first i think the second or the third episode we did the same <laughs> <laughs> and also possibly one of the best roasts of all time i mean i have some of them here like if you were my child you would be playing with dolls in the bath you'd be playing with a toaster uh you, <laughs> you remind me of a software update whenever i see you i say fuck up go away <laughs> so that is over on the workroom on the premium feed from the 8th of february on headstuffpodcasts.com see you there uh, runway category was tie dye to die for, which I thought was a fun category because sometimes we get the same category; it's just rebranded. But I don't think we've had this before, so I thought it was it was good. Uh, before we get into individual looks, I don't feel like so far this season we have a Got a Simone. Like I don't feel we mm. have like a really true fashion queen on the runway. Like there's definitely a lot of nice things that people are wearing, but. I'm not sure if any of them have made me clutch my pearls. Would you agree?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think we're, you know, Lux is kind of branding herself the fashion girl and she certainly wears the fashion. She has the body Mm -hmm. to make anything look amazing. But yeah, you're right. It's not like someone is coming through the door, got mixed style where you're like, damn, I thought this Anitra look was good. Anitra is stunning. Um, was it? Did it blow my mind? No, but is the body sitting? Is the face stunning? Is it all gorgeous?
1: Yes. <laughs> does the nude match her skin yeah. perfectly? Yes. Yes, <laughs> it
0: really
2: does. Yeah. So she's she's wearing a uh, kind of a translucent bodysuit with some stoning and then kind of cut out applique patches on the on the boobs and then and kind of like a short sarong rounder skirt and then yeah it's kind of applique cut out I don't know I love Anitra it looks kind of unfinished to me yeah this is just a personal taste thing I think like any kind of tied off skirt just always reminds me of like swimming pool Mom, like, that—that's my own baggage that I'm bringing to the table. Watching, <laughs> Regress, how does that make you feel? <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: Jax was next, and this confused me. I really didn't get <laughs> the the oompa of it with the orange and the mm. green hair.
2: Yeah. So she's wearing. So Jax is wearing a uh, an orange bodysuit that kind of connects with her heels. And a tie-dyed, like abstract <laughs> like panel. To the, to the... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I think it's meant to be it's meant to be like a deconstructed top, but I think so much is missing from it that it's hard to tell that, that that's what's happening. And then just wearing jeans that are mostly cut into hot pants with still like shin to Shin to ankle on one side that have been uh, tie dyed. I think the tie dye work is cool because what she's done is bleached and then dyed at the bottom, and then the top looks like ice dye. But it's like Brooklyn oompa loompa corner shop girl. I don't know. You're you're from New York, Johnny. Who's this girl?
0: I am thoroughly confused by this look i i don't get it i mean truly the only thing that i could get is she's going for oompa loompa but like why mm. what does that yeah. have to do with tie-dye <laughs> why do we have this orange bodysuit why is that mm. every choice in this is just very questionable to me i, I don't understand it um I, I don't get it lucy was up
1: next um I know you've been trying to practice your your uh, naming the collars, which I should be doing too. Do we have a name for this sort of collar in this like tie dye? Uh...
2: So the, so so Lucy's wearing a a kind of a shawl collar. Oh. And. Uh, oh, well yeah. done, so, well done, shawl yeah. collar. Thank, yes. You. Yes. Thank you. Definitely Fashion didn't have expertise. to <laughs> look at my uh, thing there. And uh and, and and her dress is a um it's kind of like a sh- a short A-line dress, okay. nice thigh length, <laughs> with <laughs> um, platform heels. Uh, and and this dyeing is definitely uh, ice dyeing with the purple and the blue.
1: Hmm. I think this was great. This like took I think like a classic silhouette and reimagining it through tie tie dye. I think was like one of the best all the queens who well i think did that this sort of metric whether it's the pantsuit or whether it's this i think i think it worked really well for her and i think she looks great on this
2: yeah it's very pretty like i would i would wear this if it would look good on me and not like a cry for help but like if i had the body <laughs> for this i i i like this Yeah.
0: I mean, the thing is, Lucy LaDuca is a professional. You can tell she's been Mm -hmm. doing drag for as long as she's been doing drag because this look is clean. This look is together. Her face is beat for the gods. The wig Mm -hmm. is good. She does tend to read older in these looks. And I know we're going to get that criticism from her at some point um from that from the judges um and this is a per this is a perfectly nice look does it blow me away no it does not is it clean and does hmm. she look good yes is it a moment no it is not
1: robin Fierce uh was next in fuchsia and purple.
2: Yeah, she's wearing a a, a f- fuchsia bias cut. For, for the listener, last week I was having a hard time, hard time with the names. I still haven't learned all of the terms, but I do have like a bunch of guides in front of me to help me <laughs> describe these better. Um, but she has a a bias cut dress uh, with okay, a. Oh, wait purple... a minute! Bias cut. You better get
0: <laughs> your act together, honey. Yes. Yeah,
2: yeah. Man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the only
1: thing is most people listening to that won't, won't be able to picture it, I'm sure, unless they know what a bias kid is. So
2: it's like, it's, uh, the the dress is g- giving the illusion that it's like draped on her body, and then it's cinched uh, uh, high on her waist with like a purple sash, and the bottom is as- asymmetrical, and it's a couple of layers of what looks like a like a chiffon type fabric, it's all, again, like ice dyed with fuchsia something I do know weirdly a lot about or not weirdly but this is all pandemic is uh tie dye I know so much about tie dye <laughs> <Nice. laughs> so I can tell
1: I thought this I thought she looked great in this like if if you know I think she really knows how to turn a look and work for her body I thought she looked really elegant in this and mm-hmm. yeah did it it's was giving it...
2: dirty dancing Barbie vibes in a mm, good way yeah I think
1: yeah yeah I liked it
0: Robin Fierce is so Beautiful. Robin mm-hmm. Fierce is mm-hmm. st- a stunning queen. She mm-hmm. has the body, she has the face, she has the moves. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my
2: god, and her boy is- look in the episode, if you guys remember, was wearing like this up-to-the-neck button-colored shirt and this cardigan, and I took a picture of it, like it's gorgeous. I'm like, I want to dress like that, but she looks so hot in any iteration but look at that outfit it's a really cool outfit sorry i cut you off johnny just overly excited about how hot robin is
0: robin is hot as a guy (laughs) robin is hot as a girl um i i feel like robin has just not gotten her moment to let us even get to know her and as we see later and with what happens on the runway we sort of understand why but i feel like it's just a. Sh- I hope we will get to see more of Robin Fierce on some other franchise because I feel mm-hmm. like this Queen has a lot more to offer and is extremely talented.
1: Hundred percent, Mistress Isabel Brooks is up next. Thoughts this, Johnny?
0: Gag, live, serve, kill <laughs> it. I am such a fan of Mistress Isabel Brooks because. We know that as a larger person, myself, honey, you need to pull together, to to look together and to do drag and to wear a bodysuit and to present your full self on the runway like this and always mm-hmm. be so clean. And so, I mean, yeah. every look that Isabel Brooks has brought out this season is, to me, chef's kiss. This look is mm-hmm. stunning she is always beat for the gods i love the makeup piece i feel like her package that she has brought is so just of a high level she is bringing you drive with many a's you know what i mean like she (laughs) is doing it and it's not easy we've seen uh, other queens who can do a look like this but it will look sloppy N- mistress Ilderbell brooks never looks sloppy honey she is to together, no. together and i love it i love it
2: yeah i agree so she, she's wearing a webbed uh webbed dyed uh bodysuit that's like light light blue and fuchsia and, and pink with more vibrant colors as like a, a cross crossbody uh sash that is also part of a larger cape with a with a cool, like this look would not work without this this brilliant shoulder sparkly feather piece. It makes it all come together, which is just yeah, super smart.
0: Because it could just be, I mean, it, it is kind of just a bodysuit, right? <laughs> I mean, it's just like mm-hmm, a bodysuit mm-hmm. with something on top of it. But because she's so painted, because the hair is so good, and because that shoulder piece is so stunning, it, it works for me. And I would remember this look yeah. and love this look.
1: Looks Noir London was up next. Again, this is like the closest to the, the fashion we get, the way it droops off her body. It's like a kind of orangey-yellow loose material that's just kind of draped on her in different locations and just letting her serve the body and i actually don't think i noticed how long her hair was when i watched it the first time it's like a proper 21 inch you know hair it's uh yeah this not as strong as last week but still you know this definitely if you saw it you'd think oh the category is tie-dye because of how she's serving it
2: yeah, she's got this long feather boa. Like, it's not just it's not just a cutout skirt and a little top. She's got the gorgeous long wig and a color that you wouldn't assume would work. It's not just a color that's, like, in her outfit. It's this, like, rose gold color that really complements it yeah, well. Like the and the boa is... is an interesting thing that pulls it all together, I think.
0: I feel like this wig is tie-dyed, and which is, this is what makes it more of a fashion oh, moment oh, right. for me. Oh, yes, right, yes. That's a tie-dye awesome. wig, and it's really giving us the entire story. And I think her makeup's yeah. beautiful. And just look at yeah, her. Yeah, so editorial, the bone. makeup, the yeah, colors. Yeah, editorial. And I believe this wig might be 40 inches, so congratulations.
1: <laughs> Uh. Selena S Tiddies was up next <laughs> with her sort of seashell inspired tie dye look. I think seashell is a clever way of incorporating tie dye because it kind of looks like a naturally occurring coral pattern or whatever.
2: So it's a uh, it's a it's a form fitting um, mermaid cut kind of gown, but it's but it just goes to the thigh, and then uh, and then it has like a train that she's holding. It's all sort of denim color tie-dye with, uh, with a lighter colored uh, tie-dye ruffle and then on top of it all is this like s- scalloped shell massive applique that almost looks like a like a big chest plate that also covers uh, her torso area and then the wig is uh, a rainbow wig that goes from like green to purple and then also has these rainbow Earrings on top of it all. There are a lot of colors happening. I really
0: like Selena cities, And I really hope she stays in the competition for a long time. Me too. I feel like perhaps the story of this look is that we're getting the ocean at the bottom with the ruffle. We're getting a shell. where at the top. And then it seems like she's like a mermaid coming out of the shell with her neck up look. Now... Does that necessarily work? Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I do think that we're getting two different stories going on a little bit because we do have a yeah. very clear ocean shell from the body.
1: I also like the characterization of like a mermaid from New Jersey. Like even in the picture here, she's kind of standing with her hands on her hip. <laughs> so she's like, you can imagine her chewing gum <laughs> and like, talking back to people, but being yes. a mermaid at the same time. I like that juxtaposition. Yes. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha is up next uh, with her nosebleed
2: inspired. Do you get this reference, Kian? No. So Marsha, Marsha, Marsha is dressed up like Marsha Brady when she gets her nose uh, broken on the Brady okay. bench when a, when a football runs and flies into her head. that uh, I think her brothers are throwing around. And that's like one of the most famous episodes of the Brady Bunch. So she's literally being like uh, doing something that's an ode to her namesake, and she's wearing she's she has a, a little dress with a Peter Pan collar, and this actually the silhouette of this actually is Jetson E. It's kind of sixties with uh, pointed shoulders. We have a uh, little heeled. Mary Jane's and thigh high socks, little clips in her hair, and uh, most importantly, where is the tie dye? Silk blood coming out of her <laughs> nostrils. Oh, importantly, where is the tie dye? <laughs> oh, yeah, where is the tie dye? I did not even think about that. Yeah, and then the, and then like blood appliques down the front of the dress. Um, but literally nothing is tie dyed. Unless Everything the white, isn't like
1: we, it just not doesn't, doesn't come across on camera that it's like a very faint tie dye. But I remember when I saw it on, on mm. the show, I couldn't see the tie dye either. So I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, where, where, yeah. where are the jokes? Where is the tie dye? There's no, there is no tie dye. This is a great look, very highly conceptualized. Um, I think mm-hmm. I hope we. This is the last we see of this Brady Bunch joke because we got it when she came in, and yeah. now we're getting it again, and I get it. I do think this is really well done. It has nothing to do with tie-dye, and I, I, I'm i very surprised that... Well, I guess she didn't get critiqued, so we'll never know, but um, it yeah has mm-hmm. nothing it has nothing to do with tie-dye at all. This seems like another outfit that she had. Where, I, don't, I don't understand how it has anything to do with tie-dye uh, at all, but yeah. I like it. Now, do you we're looking at the close-up of her face mm-hmm. what more what more does she need to do with makeup here i i, I don't know make-up wise. i don't understand why this is not enough makeup
2: yeah she's wearing more makeup here than she has ever before too. We yeah. keep hearing yeah. this note from her, and I, I don't, I don't whether it get was...
0: it. I mean, I'm she, she.
2: I don't think she was wearing enough makeup for the for the lights and the cameras challenge. in the in the challenge. Like she didn't. She looked like she was aged up to thirty five. Right. In the in the challenge, but yeah, I agree. Like this is this is plenty of makeup. I can't help but think and i don't mind too too much but when i look at this i definitely see like a lobster or like just the way the blood is so perfect perfectly spaced it's the same on both sides it doesn't look like blood to me
0: it's like a couture concept of bloody nose and i think it's a good look it's it seems like it's a clever look but to me it has nothing to do with the theme or or the brief
1: sasha was up next uh, in this yeah, this is tie dye. Yeah, yeah, so rainbow
2: classic, classic nineties, uh, rainbow latex tie dye looks great. Looks very Lisa Frank, if uh, if you know that reference. Uh, for Irish people, just Google Lisa Frank. Big part of my childhood. Um, and she has like a big, awesome, like kind of like War Warhol Factory looking, uh, hat with the with the drips of the latex um and i'm sure i'm not the only one who thinks this looks fucking awesome uh love it something with the hat
1: reminds me of like an art an artist's easel which i really Mm. like i think that ties into the paint work as well um i mean yeah this is chef's kiss
0: stunning i mean i thought you i thought she was gonna win this challenge after this at the runway she looks amazing this is the body is here the face mm-hmm. is here. I mean, mm-hmm. this is stunning. This is stunning. It fits, and she sells it.
1: Aura was next in this black and beige pantsuit. It's um, a yeah. It's, it's, of, a, like, it's a it's together. a black
2: oversized pantsuit without a high waisted pantsuit. Without a, a a shirt and like a ch- a chain sort of bodice, and it's uh, this is this is a uh, bleach dye. This is negative tie dyeing, so it's a black suit that has been oh, okay. wet and scrunched up, and then bleach has been put on it, uh, which is clever. Uh, nice. With and a Cindy then, Lou Who wig. Yes,
1: I was going to say feather duster. That's a better color <laughs> This is great. This is probably <laughs> my go. favorite thing I've seen her wear. Like, and I think she delivered it so mm-hmm. well and with such like coolness on the runway as well um and even like the, the glasses are kind of like um the shape of the sort of like flamed you know, yeah yeah uh yeah like this is this definitely does this and her performance definitely deserved her to be in the top i just wouldn't have chosen
2: her as the winner
0: yeah the, i mean oh, if we're talking fashion this looks like it's direct from the runway you know what i mean this yeah. looks like i feel like this is someone- memorable
2: this is kind of the most wow
0: yeah, you could see this in Paris Fashion Week, honey. I mean, this is a stunning piece. Um, as somebody who grew up in clubs where um, a lot of the queens did not wear boobs, I really appreciate this boobless look, um, and I, I, I love it. I think this is her most. She's serving the most tent that she has served in a while, though. I've got to say, she's given us some good looks. I felt like they slept on her Mugler green emerald type of thing she wore a couple weeks back. I thought that was really good. And I thought that she had one of the most memorable looks of the season so far in that horror uh, dress that had the exposed line oh, yeah. in the back, like oh my
2: god, that, that was, was so yeah, like, that wild. That, that, that was, was so evocative. That yeah, right. is, yeah, really did. That was, really did. That was most... actually, yeah, we talked about it. It was beautiful and horrific. Yeah, it was that. It truly was a beautiful nightmare. It, it should have gotten talked about more. Absolutely. Spice
1: is next, and I immediately see this and think, look at this and think, oh, I wonder what Sugar would have worn because they're obviously always so complementary <laughs> to each other. Um. Yeah. So, would you say yeah. this is like a bralette?
2: No, I'd say I'd say it's a it's it's a a tied up like a corset crop top with detached sleeves, which also have like the lace up feature, and uh, a a mini skirt with uh, with ties up along the along the sides and uh, wide fishnet stockings and lace up platform heels
1: and it's a green and black right the tie dye. yeah
2: yeah Yeah.
0: it's kind of giving you like a flintstones type of moment like bones in the hair or i don't know if they're butterflies I, i you know whenever sugar and or spice uh well spice and sugar i guess since sugar's gone Hit the runway. It's always clean. It's always together. It always looks good. But this gives me every other outfit they've brought the entire rest of the time. This is very similar to everything we've seen. And it's always good and well-made. They look together. They look good. But this is not memorable to me. And... Again, she can sell it because the body is so perfect and the face is beautiful and they've the wigs are always really well-styled. But this is just a dress. I mean, it's fine, but it's not giving me a moment.
1: Finally, someone we did hear a lot from this week, and which is good because I like her, is Malaysia. Uh, this is like a floral tie-dye, would you say?
2: Yeah, I don't know if it's like stamped or what it almost looks like wallpaper <laughs> in a way the torso the waist waist of it is like a bodice that's cinching that's her waist um, and then she has these sleeves that look that are the same color that look like they're part of a bodice and then it's it's
1: a bit garish right the colors it's a bit like it is a bit and maybe that's what she was going for this like but I can't tell
0: I would have to say that this is not tie-dye no this is a giving you a psychedelic feeling with a mm-hmm. flower print. And the color story is giving you tie-dye. And as usual, she sells the shit out of it. I mean, this queen mm-hmm. has presence. Um, and yeah, it's a poofy sleeve with kind of a body shaper uh, belt and a long skirt i don't i do not think this is tie-dye
2: but it's more tie-dye than marsh marsh Marsha.
0: oh definitely because of the color story it is giving you more tie-dye than that but i'm not without getting super zoom you can't really see anyway again i I just want i want the best for malaysia baby doll fox yeah (laughs) i really like this queen a lot yeah, definitely.
1: Okay. so I think we're all pretty agreed on the on the tops. We thought Sasha was gonna win, but Aura won. Um and then the bottoms. Johnny, do you agree that Jax and Robin were, were the right two to be the, in the lip sync? I,
0: I knew Nitro would be safe. We're not getting rid of Walk That Fucking Duck until uh no, that'd be until perfect. hopefully yeah. the better end. She's another one that I would love to see in the top four. I
1: actually think Jax did a good job in their performance. I didn't love the runway, obviously, because I it, did too. Uh I would have personally put spice and robin in the bottom too because i just didn't think spice's metal was was giving
0: i agree that spice could have also been in the bottom just because they just it was didn't change up there was no growth it was the same spice that we know we like it's fun it's ditzy it's cute but it wasn't everybody else in that group embodied metal and yeah. stretched and did something new. Whereas, like you said, Spice did, I'm here to say in every way, I'm shoot-doo, <laughs> da ba da And it was also extremely clear to me who was winning that battle once it started. Jax was not going anywhere with those moves that she was pulling out of that of that of her bag on that that stage.
1: Okay, so the lip song was in, in Your Room by Bangles, only because she she looked so elegant and graceful in that flowy dress and the blonde hair. And, you know, Jax was doing great moves, mm. and they were sort of squandered by looking like Oompa Loompa, that I was like, I feel like <laughs> if I was in the room, I'd be gravitating more towards Robin. But I can see what you're saying in terms of, like, the precision of the dancing, that Jax did execute a better performance i suppose
2: i did i appreciated that when she was talking to rue that she said because this felt so honest and different from what other queens have said when she said i'm not a gambler like that (laughs) when when she knows she knows well and good that that narrative usually is well i'm afraid to show myself i don't think i'm good enough and then you get Rue to say, no, you are good enough. You can do it. But she she was so honest and was like, you know, I I don't want to step out of what I'm doing because I don't want to fail, which felt so real and yeah, relatable. 100%. Johnny McGovern. thank you so much for
1: joining us on Say Step Out and for giving us all your time while you're on tour anything mm. so you'd like to plug and shout out while you're here
0: yes you know uh hey queen is on a hiatus while i <laughs> am working on season two of Go Go for the gold which comes out this summer on out tv yeah. um you can hear my uncensored opinions on drag race every week on my patreon which is uh www.patreon.com slash the slash gayest of all time so Honey, you know, you know how to. You cannot really tell your full truth without being dragged through the mud. Uh, yeah. So I keep it behind. <laughs> I keep it behind the paywall. So if you would like to hear mm. the unvarnished opinions that are not <laughs> always sweetest by, then join me over at patreon.com/slash. Oh, all time, catch that, and then of course I'm on tour with. We still have another month to go so you can catch me in some glamorous venue around the it's world fun. and go go for the gold. Season mm. two comes out this summer.
1: Next week on the show, they are doing the Daytona Winds part two. I have mm. no idea what this is going to be like. What what What's your prediction?
2: Well, last time they did this, they, they did like a soap opera and then edited in little toots and farts. So, yeah, my question is, this time, will they will they know that that's going to happen? Are the f- farts going to get elevated to something else? And, yeah, you know what?
1: that's what I'm confused. But I generally thought last season was one of the most, like, humiliating things to ever do to somebody. When they're all really? just, like, <laughs> standing there while the judges just laugh at them and, like... I think they were like, well, we have to laugh because we can't argue that we were like basically jumped over without our consent or we were all set up. So hopefully they're in on the joke this time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's a fair point. I kind of I kind of loved it. Um, but but that's but that's fair and we get to learn more about your feelings with bodily function and the Next humiliation week? of that which is fair yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> stay
2: tuned <laughs> uh,
1: in the meantime you can check out everything over on Instagram we'll have a new episode of The Workroom dropping where I'll be discussing Drag Race Italia season 2 and uh, other than that have a lovely week see you love you bye <laughs>